The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. What's going on, my ghost squad? Welcome to the Armed Citizen Podcast Live. This is episode number 287. We are live, as always, over on YouTube. If you're out there in the live chat, go ahead and say something. We don't know that you're out there unless you do. If you want to text in, utilize the Ghost Tactical Hotline presented by our good friends Rod and Shelly Gates at Aegis Gun Care. That phone number is 530-364-4678. And go check out AegisGunCare.com. If you're a veteran, really anybody, but especially if you're a veteran and you're out there, you're in a hole, you're in the darkness and you're looking for that light, call me, text me, email me 24-7. I cannot give you medical advice, but I could be a pretty decent ear and at least talk to you through some stuff. And if nothing else, be a good listener. If you are looking for someone to get you towards some medical attention, remember two things. Number one, you are not alone in this fight. You have a lot of brothers out here that are willing and able to help you in any way possible. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So please, utilize the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Once again, 1-800-273-8255, the Veteran Crisis Hotline. We are spotlighting, as always, the United States Marine Corps. If you have any questions on what it takes to earn the title of United States Marine, See the website marines.com. And we are proud members of, well, let's see if I can put this over here. Sometimes it covers up some people, but we're going to try it here. Uh, does it cover up anything? Should be okay at this point. There we go. We are proud members of the Self-Defense Radio Network and the Rapid Fire Radio Network. Go check out all of your favorite Pro Gun Pro 2A podcasts over at selfdefenseradio.net and rapidfireradio.us. We are going to bring in uh, the hapless the hapless crew here. Uh, Clover is here in a couple different manners. Um, uh, I love Chase's little avatar. It's perfect. But um, let's say hello to everybody from Anderson Manufacturing. We have our good buddy Kyle over there. What's up, Kyle? How was your weekend? Oh, it was great, Ghost. How was yours? I think we ran into each other. It was good. Uh, Maybe once or twice or 10. Yeah. Uh, No, it was a great weekend. I enjoyed the shows. It was a really good, it was probably my favorite NRAM so far. We'll get into that here in a little bit. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, From the only state that has four letters, it takes two people to spell it out. The weird state of Ohio. We got Chris from the 740. What's up, homie? Uh, Thanks for the invite. I was looking forward to this one. We're going to have fun. We'll have fun. How was your weekend? Did you have a good one? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I had a had a great, that was a great show. And uh, yeah, a lot, of t- a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, there is. There is for sure. Um, from Air Rizona, the soulless ginger bastard himself. What's up, John? What's up, everybody? Sounds like you might be driving home from work. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, driving home from work. Had to deal with the great people in Arizona driving on the 101. So it's always fun. Uh, how hot is it there today? 
the car says it's 89 degrees today. So it's, it's no, getting that's, up there. That's, it, was it's, it's, yeah. it was only 102 last week, so it's not too bad. Wow. Yeah, and your dark complexion probably loves that stuff, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. You know, I get darker <laughs> and darker as I go. I think I just gain more freckles. That's really about it. Yeah, well, I understand that. I don't tan. I burn and peel and start over, so that's what it is. Um. From EAA, just the tip himself. What's up, Chase? Nice avatar, by the way. What's up? What's up? Going back to when Bud Light was cool. Yeah, Bud Light was cool. At one point, it was very cool. Um, I, You know what I missed most? I missed the Bud Bowls. You guys remember the Bud Bowls? Yep. I don't know what the hell happened. just fluid. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it is indeed. I saw some great, some great things this weekend that had to do with Bud Light up in Indianapolis. It was hilarious. It was nice. There's some very good things in there. It's hilarious. Yes, yes. Uh, not for public consumption. Needless to say, we all enjoyed some of them. So, yeah. How was your weekend? Good weekend. I mean, it feels like I just saw everybody here like literally a couple days ago or something. Oh wait, you did. Oh, that's right. <laughs> They got no, Stan from SS Pawn out there. What's up, Stan? How you doing? Yeah, it was a good time. We had a good time. Yeah, I mean, it's a good time seeing everybody. And it was, uh, for us, it was a really busy show. So, Yeah. Yes, it was. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about that here in a second, um, for sure. But from the great state of Texas, right? And Shotgun is always with us. The tactical virus, I mean, Leprechaun himself who is admittedly just here for the free publicity. What's up, Clove? I'm a lucky man, apparently. Apparently, uh, you know, you had a you had a couple wardrobes um, this weekend that uh, were brought to you by your, I don't know if you call us your friends or not, but some of your friends nah. hooked okay. you up. Yeah, thanks, Snob, if he's out there. It's become a thing, I guess, for Snob to bring me goodies at shows or something. I mean, you're easy to make fun of and pick on, so I mean, it's pretty simple. So, I said, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If picking on me brings everybody together, then mission accomplished. I'm okay with it. There you go. Chicago Mike says, "Ghost, nice meeting you in person, brother. Nice meeting you as well." Um, so yeah, I got to see several people for the first time um, in Indy, so that was fun. Um, Shotgun of the week, bro. You got one. Well, you know I do. I know you do. Uh, how about the CZ712 G3? I don't know what the hell that means, but it sounds pretty hipsterish to me. Um, Yeah, it's pretty fun. Uh, it's a CZ semi-auto wood furniture. Uh, difference between the uh, G3 and the, the previous models is it's five thousandths larger on the bore, which is interesting. Five one thousandths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got a five. Is that a big deal? Is, is that a big deal? Or um, good question. I I haven't played one one, so I could so I couldn't tell you. Well, how is it your shotgun on the week if you've never played with it? Because it's inter- It's an interesting concept. I'm kind okay. of like you. Like, why would you increase it by five thousandths? 
I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, I was just does, wondering. Does it, does, is there like, to me, I hear five one thousands, and that's not something even I would even mention, but I don't know shit about shotguns, so. Right. So, all right, all right. Let's move along because this is obviously going nowhere. Nope. Uh, go check out that CZ, whatever the hell hipster thing he just said. So go check that out. Uh, you guys know that every Thursday, Saturday, and Monday we have our ghost tactical polls, the pony polls, if you will, the pony polls. By the way, Kyle, I know that you talked to the Andersons about a couple things. Has the Pony Express come up yet? I, I want to make sure yeah. my pitch deck is strong for that one. <laughs> he's he's afraid to lose his job on the Pony Express. Dude, I'm just still, they're, they're huge shotgun fans. I think they're going to be down, but you got to make sure it's right. That, you got to make sure it sticks. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm sure John will agree with this, is if, if they do that and you get a bonus, I think that bonus should be shared in, in part with John. Most definitely. I you I you saw it here first. But it, seriously, that was like one of the greatest things, the Pony Express. That would be a great, like, coach shotgun, you know, coach gun. Just be amazing for that. That would be awesome. So, yeah. Uh, 223 says, are you still happy with your Brigara? Absolutely. I love Sophia. Um, yeah, that's that's my baby. I haven't shot her as much as I, I, I want to. Um, but, yeah, Sophia's, Sophia's my baby. Sophia Brigara. But, yeah. Uh, let's go with the first poll. Pretty simple. 1.8 thousand votes. Favorite movie candy of these Reese's Pieces, Skittles, Twizzlers, or Whoppers? Uh, Clover, let's start with you. Of those, do you have a favorite movie candy? Reese's Pieces, Skittles, Twizzlers, or Whoppers? So, probably Reese's Pieces, but I will caveat this by saying Reese's Pieces in my popcorn. Okay. Okay. You're welcome. Have you ever had M&M's in your popcorn? It's pretty amazing. It's it's similar. It's pretty close to the same thing. Yeah. 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 Or or chocolate-covered almonds in your popcorn. Also good. I don't don't do almonds. My wife loves dark chocolate almonds. I'm not a big almond guy. Um, John, Reese's Pieces, Skittles, Twizzlers, or Whoppers in a movie? Well, first off, you're saying Reese's Pieces wrong because that's how it's properly said. And second off, it's Skittles. So. I'm not a fucking weirdo like you and Chris are from Ohio. I'm just saying. It's I don't Reese's. know how the hell okay. you all say in Ohio. It's not Reese's Pieces. It's Reese's Pieces. And, and if you don't. It's not Reese's. Everybody quit saying that and go do your homework. The owner of the company, the founder, his name was Reese's, not Reese's. It's Just Reese's. like you're going to say, you probably say it's Hoppy's number nine. It's Hop's number nine, okay? Okay, whatever. Well, you need to go do your homework because you know, the dude himself says his name is Reese's. So, Is whatever. it Canic or Janic or Jonic? All the above. Well, that's all the above. Canic but calls it, you know. it Canic, so I'm calling it Canic. I mean, we all so. say Canic, but in Turkey, it's Yannick. I don't want to hear that shit. We're in America, dude. Well, we say their shit all wrong anyway, so what else is new? This is true. And they say our shit wrong, too, I'm sure. So. Oh, it's 100% they do. <laughs> uh, Chase, Reese's, Reese's Pieces. 
Skittles, Twizzlers, or Whoppers. None of that weird shit John just said. I mean, I've been a Whoppers fan since I was a kid, but I've also been a Reese's fan since I was a kid and in a movie theater, Reese's all day. Good call, good call. Uh, Chris, what about you? I got to go with uh, the Reese's Pieces. That's, uh, that's definitely my favorite. I, out of those I four. see it too. No, I, I, I mean, you can't go wrong. Kyle? Kyle's going to come up and say some like cauliflower shit. They all yeah. nice and. You know. Here we go. I'm waiting on Raisinets oh, to pop up. Is what I'm waiting on. <laughs> Raisinets has been managed. Yeah. Clover just made a great point. You're missing two cookie dough bites and Raisinets. Cookie dough bites are solid. Cookie dough bites, bites here in Arkansas, not a thing. What? Raisinets, you have been banned from this channel. Just stop. The only oh, yeah, thing, get out. The only, get out. The, the only thing raisin that should be consumed is wine. I'm just saying. You ever heard raisin uh, wine? Raisin wine is actually not terrible. But that's the only stop. thing raisin that I don't even think about consuming is is raisins? I'm sure as hell not gonna want to watch John Wick pop Wait, up fucking raisins, man. You don't like raisin bread? No. Okay. Post oh post or like, like, if I, if, like if I was gonna do raisin bread, I'd I'd be picking the raisins out of it. Like basically it's Wheaties oh. at that point, you know? Yeah, that communist raisin crap. <laughs> this guy. Well, you're case. dead to me, dude. You are dead to me. I'll eat raisin bran if it's if it's Kellogg's raisin bran. Thank you. I don't Clover. I don't care for I don't care for post. Is it is post still called raisin bran or is it a different name? They can't call it the same name, can they? I think it is. I think raisin bran, I think, is a is a generic. I don't think anybody like copyrighted that or No, I don't know. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I don't think they did. I digress. Yes, raisin wine. It's it's a thing. It's 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 not good. I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying it might be the best thing that's come from a raisin. Is what I'm saying to you. Okay. Um, one point eight thousand votes. Forty five percent agree it is Reese's Pieces. Twenty one percent say it's Skittles. Eighteen percent say Whoppers. Sixteen percent say Twizzlers. Um, now if I would have put red vines on there, it's red vines all day. Just saying. Nestle crutch bites. Or the ultimate thing would be Kit Kat bites. Wouldn't that be amazing? Just saying Kit Kat, Kit Kat bites would, might be amazing. 223 DMR. You've been banned. He says watermelon wine and pear wine is his favorite. What the hell is wrong with you people? What the hell? Um, I agree, Clover. Just saying. All right. Question number two. 1.2 thousand votes. Which is better? The Red Lobster Cheddar Biscuits or Olive Garden Breadsticks? I'm going to start with Kyle on this one. Cheddar Biscuits, hand down. Hands down. Really? Hand, hands down? Really? Oh, okay. Easily. Interesting. Interesting. I'm not saying that you're wrong either way. I'm just saying that hands down, like, damn, that's pretty decisive. Yeah. I will, I will say this. 
Have you ever had like the uh, the stuff you can get, like the the uh, box cheddar biscuits you can make at home? They're st- I made they're those. I made those like two days before we left for Indy. As a matter of fact, yeah, those are damn good. Those might be the they're best like solid. like box biscuits in the world. Honestly, yep. uh, pretty yep. good. Yep. Chris, what about you? Cheddar biscuits from Red Lobster or Olive Garden's breadsticks? I'm with Kyle. Cheddar biscuits, no comparison. Is, really? Like I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just I'm shocked that like it's like definitive because I don't know. Olive Garden breadsticks are pretty damn good. You know, matter of fact, we had some the other night, didn't we? Yep. So here's the thing. So I was watching and, and Chase knows what I'm talking about. Uh, I don't know if you guys watch cooking channels or cooking shows or not. Me and Chase are pretty into some cooking shows. And I think it was Next Level Chef or it might have been Tournament of Champions. I'm not really sure. But someone had mentioned that when they were starting out, they worked as like a waitress at at Olive Garden. And they said that as far as the breadsticks go, however many people are at the table, they bring that many plus one. So there's four people at the table. They get five breadsticks. Now, like for me, that last breadstick might come down to fisticuffs. I'm just saying, like, I don't know how they determine who gets that last one. So we were at Olive Garden. What was that Thursday night? I think Clove, whenever it was, or fr- I think it was Thursday night. We were at Olive Garden, and I was like, I asked her. First of all, maybe like I'm not gonna say hands down because that's pretty definitive. Like Kyle's using, I don't use, I don't use those words very lightly. Uh, like like Kyle just throws them out there. You know, he just says hands down. Um, for me, I would say she was probably a top five waitress I've ever had any restaurant anywhere in my life. She was phenomenal. Um, shout out to her at the Red Lobster in Indianapolis. Great waitress. Uh, but I asked her, I said, look, I'm going to ask you a weird question. I heard this. I don't know if it's true or not. I said, with the breadsticks, do you count the member, the people on the table and add one? She goes, that is a corporate policy. Now she brought us like. 10 like she she hooked us up but that is a corporate policy um is yeah she wasn't sure what to think of you at first um (laughs) but uh it is a corporate policy that's what they're supposed to do is however many people are at the table plus one breadstick that's just weird to me i'm just saying like how do they come up with that because i mean i'm telling you man like that last breadstick there might be some there might be some damage had for that last breadstick especially if i'm hungry but uh, anyways, um, yeah, shout out to that waitress. She was phenomenal. Uh, clove, Red Lobster biscuits, or Olive Garden breadsticks? Man, they I, I would get my Southern boy card taken away if I did not say biscuit, period. But, yeah, hands down, I had the ones out of the box, what, a week ago. And, yeah, there's no contest. So let me ask you this. Way more flavor. Ask- I mean, come on. <clears throat> So since everyone is saying hands down, yeah. let's make it interesting. The Red Lobster box biscuits at home versus Olive Garden restaurant breadsticks. Box at home. I oh. tend to agree. I tend to agree. The, the guys out there, if you have, yeah, like if you guys haven't tried the Red Lobster cheddar biscuits that you can buy at, at the grocery store and cook, do yourself a favor. Phenomenal. Like, really, really good. Uh, Ginger, Red Lot. Don't, hey, you don't have to go with what everybody says. You can have your own opinion. Well, I have my own opinion on this, and it's the Red Lobster biscuits only because you can get them at home. You cannot get 
the Olive Garden breadsticks at home. There's not an That's, edible option. Are you sure there are not some frozen options for that? I, if there are, I haven't seen any. I no, never have seen any. I haven't any. seen any frozen options for that. Now, you can get breadsticks, but not the Olive Garden breadsticks. What I will say that is incredibly good, and I use it not exclusively, but pretty pretty much all the time. I'm a big fan. So Olive Garden salad is what, and I even told the waitress this, Olive Garden salad, I, never, I didn't eat salads growing up. I can't stand salads. But the salads at Olive Garden is what got me into eating salads. And the Olive Garden creamy Italian dressing that they use in their salad, they sell at grocery stores, and it is crazy good. So if you like Italian dressing, they've got a really good Italian dressing in Olive Garden. I'll give them that. Um, Big Daddy Chase D, just a tip. Uh, Red Lobster or Olive Garden? What bread do you like? Well, before I jump into that real quick, I would just like to say I'm very proud of Clover for going to Olive Garden and choosing an entree without having to consult with me. Oh, he did plenty of consulting. It just wasn't with you. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad to have help. I'm sorry. He didn't know what tortellini was, bro. Dude, the chicken tortellini is what I got before. I told you to get it. Just roll it. I always get That's what I get. I get the chicken Alfredo tortellini, and it is to die for. And he was like, what's a tortellini? I'm like, how do you explain a tortellini? It's a fucking circle of pasta filled with cheese. I mean, I don't really know. How to, but I think he had, he had one. I think you liked it, didn't you, Clove? You thought it was pretty good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah that's what I got at, um, at Talladega that he thought looked pretty good. So. Anyway, yeah, I digress. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Oh, Hey, you can talk tortellini all day you want, man. I'm, I'm good. Oh, dude, I mean, I, a handmade tortellini. Oh, I... Mm. Later on, remind me to tell you about the handmade pasta place we ate at. It was legit. But um, except for, you know, Ginger, he just sat there being a, you know, non-connoisseur weirdo. When you, when you, when you, well, you, you sent a picture of him drinking wine, he looked a little awkward drinking wine, too. I don't know he if did. that's he not... He didn't want to drink wine. Really made him. First off, I don't drink wine. And second off, I ordered tortellini and they brought me out ravioli. So I just ate it and went on with my day should have got the real <laughs> carbonara like i did this shit was legit i really should have solutions it up it was so yeah. good i wasn't like your play, but I was out there. That was bad for him. it was good meeting him in ram i might have missed i might have misspoken when i was talking about the olive garden celadron did i say ranch or italian i thought i said creamy you italian said, didn't you said, italian. you said the olive garden like italian okay someone like says olive garden italian. doesn't have ranch dressing i don't i don't Maybe he's saying he doesn't eat anything but ranch. Um, but their uh, creamy Italian is pretty damn good for uh, you know what it is. Yeah. Speaking of controversial. Yeah. What's that, Chris? I'm, speaking of Italian restaurants, that Opie that I ate at next door to our hotel was one of the best Italian restaurants I ever ate at. That was oh, dude, good Opie's stuff. Legit. Opie is real good. Know. You, did y'all go back there in 2019 or something, Chase, or did you go there this year or what? I went the OP. I went last year when I was in there for I think it was Sports Inc. show. Oh, that's right. You were there last year. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Hmm. But um, I'm gonna be controversial, and I'm gonna say hands down, Cheddar Bay Biscuit Boys. I mean, that's that's going out on a limb, man. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, sixty-seven percent agree with all of us 
what I want to know is what the other 33% were thinking. I don't mind the Olive Garden bread. It, it, it is, it's fine. It's, it, it's just fine. But if you're going to have me choose, then there is no, there, what's that? As they get the hot Alfredo sauce to dip it in. Oh, that's where it's at. That's, that's how you it was so funny. <clears throat> what was so funny is when our, our waitress came with the salad and with our entrees, you know, he always says, Oh, would you like some Parmesan, some grated Parmesan on top of your food? We're all like, hell yeah. And so she starts spinning it and it's shredding. And she's like looking at us. We're just like, keep on coming. Like you might want to go get a new block of uh, Parmesan because we might have to, we might be here a while. And she's like looking at us. She's like, hey, let's go. She just kept on going. And on Clover's, you didn't you couldn't see his entree. It was just a bed of cheese. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah baby. Well, I know that <laughs> with those with the cheddar biscuits, uh, yeah, fix fix you up some loaded mashed potatoes and have cheddar bay biscuits and loaded mashed potatoes. You're welcome. That does sound pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It sounds pretty good. All right. Uh, next question. I'm going to do this last one. This one I just threw out there as a funny one. And I got some hate. So um, I'm thinking they didn't understand what I was saying. But I threw it out there. Um, this is before NRAM. And, you know, obviously Donald Trump was the keynote speaker this weekend at NRAM. I said, should Donald Trump show up for his speech at NRAM in a county jail orange jumpsuit? I thought that was funny. You know, I would have loved. Can you imagine if Trump showed up in a jumpsuit with shackles on? Like, talking about the most viral picture or video in the history of the internet. That would be amazing. Um, but I got some hate. 61% said yes, 39% said no, but I got some hate a little bit. They're thinking, I'm like, dude, it's a joke. You got to, you know, just relax. Uh, I thought it was funny, but whatever. Uh, maybe I have a weird sense of humor. This one interests me and, and only because of the results. Last one, 1. 1.7 thousand votes. Do you run an optic on your handguns? Yes or no? Uh, Ginger, we'll start with you. In general, do you run optics on your handguns? It's like 50-50. Like some Jesus. of them have. Make up your free. Just no, pick one. A, yes, then. God. Okay, there no, you go. I, I run, <laughs> my carry gun, I run irons, and everything else I run optics on. So I just yeah. haven't switched my carry gun over to optics yet. Yeah. Really what Spectre's Spectre out there says you should get Trump on a panel. That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> It'll be uh, huge. Be huge. It would be huge. You buy, you buy enough playing cards, you might. This is true. I don't have that kind of uh a flow though to buy enough of those. Um Kyle, optics on handguns, yay or nay? Nay. In yeah. general, in in general, what's up? No, I'm a no. Guy. Okay. Yep. Uh, Chase. I mean, I have both, but on my in general carry gun, no. Okay. All right. That's because I haven't put uh, on it yet. Totally honest. I hear you. So you're you 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 soon will, but you haven't yet. Yeah, I mean, I believe in the dot, so. Just the tip of the dot. 
just the tip, man. You got to just just the tip. All you need. Can we just can we just say that Ghost made the dude from Anderson say nay? I'm just pointing it out there. Sorry, I had to. Oh, oh snap! Did. I didn't realize that. Oh, snap! That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Well played, sir. Well played. You got it. <laughs> I didn't mean to do it, but it worked out great. Um, Clove, optics on your handguns. That's a negative. It's a negative Ghost Rider pattern is full. And Christopher. Optics on pretty much everything I got. I knew that was coming. You know, the reason why it surprised me is the the, the poll, 1.7 thousand votes, 72% say no, 28% say yes. And the reason why that surprised me is maybe not that the yeses or noes, but it was 72 to 28. Because if you ask the quote-unquote general public what they want, everyone bitches about not having optic cut slides anymore. Well, if 72% of you are frickers aren't going to even run an optic, why the hell do you care if it's optic cut, you know? Well, having uh, the option later on, right? I get it. I get it. I, 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 I'm I, just joking around. But I was I was surprised that 72% say they didn't. I thought it would be actually like 50-50, honestly. Does that mean that most of your audience is either FUDs or boomers? It's a, it's a one would thing. one would think that neither one of those are my key demographic on this channel. Now, Clover's channel, yes, um, I would have guessed that the uh, the vast majority of people, you know, I am. I'm learning something about my my viewership. Also, maybe I got more fuds than I thought. I don't know. Maybe I kind of start taking that into consideration. I don't know. Spectre out there says, by the way, your outfits were on point and ran. We had several of us had a really good time putting our uh, our outfits together. Uh, Clover and I, especially, we had the shoes each day. Uh, we went very bright the first day. Um, I, I think a lot of it came down to, and, and it, was for, it was fun. You know, it's fun. But when you go to these shows enough, whether it's shot or NRAM and all that, you see the same you know, 5'11 pants with either the black or the OD green T-shirt, the black cat, and the and the boots. Like, that's everyone, right? So if everyone's going to go that tactical gray man, no offense, Chris, because Chris wears nothing but black. Uh, but you're also a big son of a bitch, so I'm not going to make fun of you. So um, Chris is like a gun-wielding, scooter-riding Johnny Cash meets Tony Hawk. He is. He, he, is, he is the modern-day Johnny Cash, the man in black himself. Um, but yeah, so if everyone's going to be looking the same, like why not? Like my whole goal for Friday's outfit was I want nothing matching. I want nothing to coordinated. Like I went with white cami pants, a freaking lime green and blue fluorescent shirt, a, a $4 hat from the seventies that I found at Walmart. And some just so so shoes that were the ugliest things ever, which are amazingly beautiful in my eyes. Um, you know, we we all and, and Clover had some great outfits. He he broke out he broke out the Shane Falco jersey on Sunday. And many people don't know who Shane Falco is. Go look that shit up. Yeah, I was surprised at the people that that I didn't get nearly as many people recognizing that as I thought I would. Yep. Standing next to the John Wick car in the Falco jersey was perfect. I have um, to laugh. It took me a minute to figure it out, but when you did the video with Chase, 
and I saw this guy in the background. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> why is Shane Falcon in the background? Yeah, yeah. Here's the funny thing. I don't know if Chase saw him. I didn't know he was back there until after the video. Clover was laughing. He said, you not see me back there? I said, I don't know what you're talking about. I had no idea he was back there. I don't know, if Chase, if you saw him back there or not. I didn't I know did. he was back like, there. I caught the quarter of him. Like, I caught him out of the corner of my eye. I caught him, like, sneaking in, and I'm like, what's he about to do? Like, I knew he's about to pull some shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yes, Calaveras, Falco from the replacements. Very good. Um, yes. Uh, but there were a lot of people that didn't understand what, like, what, what school is that? Or who is Falco? Or we actually had literally, I'm not going to give her name out. <clears throat> that might've given it away. Um, we were getting ready. I was getting ready to leave Sunday. And so Clover and I were over at a booth saying bye to a friend of ours. And she literally thought it was for Falco holsters. Right. Like I was like, what the fuck? Like what? <laughs> right. Like Clover's wearing a Falco holsters jersey he had made up. No, you know. <laughs> Was Falco well, there? I don't think so. If they were, I didn't see them. But I about to say, what's her name? Uh, you wouldn't from the chick from Slovakia. You would know if she was there because you'd hear her from across the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Seventy-two percent. That's 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 alarming. That's alarming. No, we had fun. Uh, Clover found himself on his way to the trip. Found his Friday. Um, I did. Lucked out. Shirt. Got a Bucky's Boogaloo shirt. It's it was quite matched fantastic. Matched my shoes for that day perfectly. I mean, nothing matches your shoes, but like you're not supposed to. Well, right? it matched closer than what I was gonna do for sure. You know what I mean? But that's what was fun is like, I can guarantee you Friday and Sunday, it was nobody else in that venue wearing the same shirt as me. I can promise you. You know, to be fair, to be I fair, mean, some of us, some of us had to dress like professionals. No, you don't. Just say, no, you don't. Like, Who the hell are you talking about? You look like, you look like the great you pumpkin. Saturday, you dude. Were, Come on. Yeah. You <laughs> were, you called you wore a professional. I okay. mean, I, I would say it was professional looking. Jason, in comparison to what we were wearing, you know. Does that yes. matter anymore? I mean, I mean does it John, matter? Not really, no. I mean, John did attempt to look professional, and then we showed up in our shooting shirts, as you can see from a fucking mile away. True. All right, so we're going to start NRAM. NRAM was a great time. I thought it was the, it was the best NRAM that I've been to. Uh, we'll go through the room here in a second to give everybody's thoughts, but we're going to start the questions off with this. Taking the Bucky's Boogaloo out and the Shane Falco out. Best shirt you saw all weekend, someone wearing. I know what mine was. There was a dude walking around in a shirt just said in plain letters, I could shit a better president. The greatest shirt I saw it was a great one. Uh, Kyle, what was the best shirt you saw or outfit that you saw this weekend? I've seen a lot of them, but for some reason, like, I can't remember any of them besides this one, so I'm going to use it. It was this yeah. dude, it said, I I have PTSD, and it was, like, pretty tired of stupid Democrats. I like that. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I haven't seen that one, but that one's a good one. Yeah, I thought it was pretty clever. I, I did not see that one. Uh, Chris, do you remember anything that stands out? It's like, holy shit, that's awesome. You're muted, bud. Not really when it came to a shirt that 
anything that I saw. Or a hat or something. How about the hat the old guy was saying, uh, re-elect that motherfucker. It was like a MAGA hat. And it says, re-elect that motherfucker. And it's, it's signed by Ted Nugent. I was like, yep, that, that wins. Uh, yeah, like right. a hat or something that stood out, like anything that stood out that no, people right. were wearing. A lot of the, some of the outfits that like you could tell, like the super rich old guys were wearing, where they're all dressed up in like the cowboy. They got the big cowboy. Well, did you see the on. guy in the full tuxedo with his cane? No, I didn't see that one. That would have been a top good hat. One to see. And a top hat. It was pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Uh, Chase, I, I know you guys saw a bunch of people. Anything come through the booth besides like the fan club that were there? Like, like <laughs> any, anything that the fan club's what Dawn called all of us, I guess. So, uh, besides yeah. what oh, we were all wearing, anything crazy that came through the, the booth? You're like, oh, I gotta have that, or that's awesome. I mean, there were several. I'm trying to remember the name. Like, I'm trying to remember some of the good ones, but probably the one that really comes to my mind was it was some guy had a t shirt on and it was like. Somebody needs to get the ATF to shoot John Wick's dog. Oh my God! I Can you imagine? Hey, you want to get you want to get rid of the ATF? That's exactly how you do it because he'll kill every single one of them. It was great. It was really good. I also that enjoyed like what Chris was saying. All the old guys who are obviously wealthy dressed up with their you know twenty six year old Asian accompaniment. The there was like dude? three or four of those running around. It was it was like the so, 60s like, if I brought my wife, would you be saying, "Hey, that dude's got his forty-eight-year-old Asian accompaniment with him"? What the fuck, no, dude? No, you're not seventy with a twenty-six-year-old obvious agent called. If I would, if I could, I would. Damn it! <laughs> I'm not saying you wouldn't. I'm pretty sure we yeah. all would. But... Uh-huh. Uh, did you see the guy that looked like uh, Doc Holliday? He had like the the old Western had a duster on, had like the old Western three piece suit with like the the hat he was wearing was more like of a Billy the Kid type hat, but he had the the old style like handlebar mustache. I was like, damn, that guy went all out. I don't know, I don't know if John noticed him or not, but the night we went to uh, Fogo, there was a whole group of like the SAS people in full SAS getup still over there eating. Really? Yes, I saw that. Like I it was like. That. Yeah, there was like six of them at a table, and it like little house on the prairie threw up over there. Please tell me they were at like, oh, uh, they were they were at a nice restaurant though, huh? Yeah, it was Fogo de Chao. Like, I mean, it was a steakhouse, but they're you know they're all like literally sassed like, up. It'd only be better on. if they went to like Colton's, where like the peanuts are on the floor and all that. That'd have been perfect for those guys. Yeah, yeah I don't know. not not the Brazilian steakhouse. It's nice. John, uh, you see anything walking around? They were like, oh, my God, that's awesome. All right, so I've got three. There was the top hat guy. Top hat there guy, sure. A lot of Trump's face tank tops. That okay. I saw a few dozen of those. And then the man who looked like a turtle with antennas. And I don't know if anybody else I saw did him. Not see, I never saw this guy. I don't. When you mentioned that in the group text, I didn't know what you were talking about. I never saw that thing. I never saw man. Turtle Man. I yeah. never saw Turtle Man. He was he walking around with antenna on. And I'm trying to get a, somebody to send me a picture of it. So if you have a picture of him, please send it. I will say that the Thousand Faces of Trump t-shirt was pretty epic. Pretty epic. Um, scary, 
but epic. If you see that dude walking towards you with a thousand, because it was like a black, the one I saw was like a black t-shirt and it had like orange man faces just like in different angles and all that. I was like, that's, that's pretty terrifying. But, uh, you know, there was, yeah, there was, that was, that was very first like that. There was like one was t-shirt and one was like an actual like button up, like a, like a, Oh, I didn't see board. that one. I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah. Also, whatever yeah, you do, just a t-shirt. What? Also, I forgot to add whatever you two and snob and obnoxious was wearing because that, well, that, that was the whole the plan, dude. Like that was the whole plan was to not give a shit and to be different than the fucking gray man shit that everyone's there. Um, well, I will say because snob's not here, I do know his favorite was the big, like the larger black guy walking around with all the Chicago Bull stuff. So that was his favorite. Yeah, I saw he had like a, uh, a Chicago Bulls hat and a uh, he was going like black shirt, Chicago like, Bulls hat, a black Chicago yeah, Bulls shirt, and like a black Chicago Bulls like sweatpants too. And like it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that guy. Can I just so say like, my favorite company I saw? It's a company name I saw because that was also very interesting. Uh, Triple K Manufacturing. Just gonna put that no. out there. No, no, sir. No, I've never, never seen them. I didn't yeah, think that anyone had the balls to call themselves that. Yeah, it's it's triple K. Like they did gun leather and all kind of stuff. Were they like dr- dressed in all white in the booth? <laughs> I mean, it's Just triple saying. K. It's leather goods. They probably made you know some sure. leather drama. Around the corner, it's a recruiting depot for it, I'm sure. So, like, hey, once you fill this, once you fill this uh, contact card out, and that goes straight to the Brotherhood, you know. Uh, anyways, Spectre says, "Yeah, Chicago Mike was in that outfit." No shit, was he really? Huh? All Chicago Bull stuff. I, I don't remember that. Okay, maybe that's where we got the idea. I don't know. Could <laughs> be. That may have been it. Yeah. All right. Let's start actually kind of having a fun discussion, but uh, I want to bring in Kyle and Chase here real quick. We'll start with Kyle uh, from the industry side. Um, was last year's NRA or NRAM was your first uh, as, the, as the social media guy for Anderson, correct? Correct. So this year versus last year, how was this year? Um, was it a good one? Good week for you guys? Yeah. It- this is the best show I've been to thus far, and that's including Shot Show. Oh shit! I forgot. I fucking gizzard Clover. My bad, Clover. Okay, what was the best shirt you saw? <laughs> oh, I'm if going to totally. Fucking, if you want to say something like my fucking little pony shirt, I'm going to kick your ass. Then fucking get ready to kick ass is all I got. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Oh uh, shit! I, what's I, up, my buddy? Tim's out there. Tim Knight's out there. Yeah. I haven't seen you in a while, buddy. Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead. Your your brony shirt. No, no, it wasn't, but it was close. I've seen a Mario Kart shirt. It was pretty tight. I did see that Mario Kart. I saw a dude that was an older gentleman, shaved head, jeans pulled up to the navel <laughs> with his Walmart tennis shoes with a big-ass green T-shirt that says Lucky Charms on it. Oh, I, I like, did see that one. I lose yeah. Clover when I need him. I've seen that one. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I wished I would have thought and went and got my hat and glasses and took a picture with the dude, but I, I didn't yeah. think about it quick enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's go to Kyle. Then we got Clover's. He's like I said, he's just here for the free publicity, so at least he's honest about it. So we're good. Uh, was that enough publicity for now, Clover? Can I go to Kyle? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm going to Kyle. I yield right. the floor to the gentleman. You yield the floor to the gentleman from Kentucky. All right, thank you, sir. Would well, um, be a yay or a nay? That would be a yay. yay. <laughs> Okay, so we know that there's a Pony Express that you're going to pitch. How about a My Little Pony Cerakote job? Uh, that's that's coming. Oh, as well. the yeah, Pony Express, the Pony Express, and My Little Pony Cerakote, man. Oh, 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 oh. I'm just we, saying. Oh, awesome. We need it. You gotta have fun with it, you know. Oh, you really do. Truly do. Uh, so I know you guys brought the Desi back for range day and that was one of the most talked about. And I think primary arms came over and told you guys that they think that might've been the most shot gun at range day. Uh, obviously you have the Cerakote, uh, project going on. You had the AM 10 giveaway project going on. Obviously the Kyger's there. You get the new nine millimeter stuff coming out. Um, but was it the Desi that kind of, kind of took over the show for you guys? It really did. It, it stole the show. Uh, Range Day, I, I'm telling you guys, you got to make it out next year. You and uh, Clover, Chase. I'll just have to get up there, there earlier. Yeah. By the time I made my plans, I, I just I couldn't. I, I didn't know about it when I was making oh, yeah. my plans. And that, you know. It kind of came up last minute, to be honest with you. I, I think it was planned pretty close to uh, the show itself. But yeah, it was about I a month, you. maybe a month. I mean, that's pretty close, you know. Yeah, but it, it was amazing. It, it was an amazing. You guys time. have got a lot of good foot traffic. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, we were the only booth there giving out uh, full magazines. Everybody else was putting four or five. Uh, in the that'll do it. Yeah. We loaded them up twenty eight thirty. So nice. I wish more would do that. <clears throat> yeah, I mean it's so necessary, right? I mean you got to shoot a gun. You got to run at least a mag there. Come on now. Yeah. So. Um, the video on Anderson will be dropping Thursday. Uh, go check that out. But um, slacker, <laughs> what? I said slacker. What? I dropped mine. I dropped mine about an hour ago. Well, good for you. I had I had video drop yesterday when you were still driving home. So suck it. You know. Yeah, well, I, 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 we we can measure dicks here if you want. Uh, um, I, anybody got a micrometer? Let's oh, see. Have wow. jobs. Yeah, true, true. Um, but no, it's, it's I think six thousand rounds is what they estimated going through that gun on Thursday. Yep, that's that's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. Um, Chase, going to bring you in, um, not because I love you and all of that. Um, as far as handguns go, that were new, like something we didn't see it shot. There weren't many. Um. And I know that I had people in other booths that know that we're friends. Um, but I had I had um, people that I knew that were asking me about the MC-14. So I know that it was well talked about. Um, was it as busy or the, the, the hype as big as what I think it was? 
Absolutely, it was. We yeah. we had an overwhelming, ridiculous presence of people just constantly coming in wanting to see that gun. We had yeah. three of them floating around, and I didn't have enough guns to, sh- especially Friday and Saturday. I didn't have enough guns to show everybody at once. Like we were having to get little groups of people and just kind of run through it. But it was extremely well received. Yeah, they. Um... I I don't know how it works, bro. I, I'm not in the industry, so I don't know how it works. But if if the if the MC14 doesn't win an award from oh, NRAM this man. year, like something's it. wrong. Like yeah, that's the I'm only handgun, honestly. That's the only handgun that I consistently heard people talking for all over the show. Yep. So I don't yeah. know. I mean, I was. I mean, I. I ran into a bunch of other guys I knew in the industry and they were all like asking about it and wanting to come see it. You know, I took it out to a couple of like buddies booths that couldn't get away, that kind of stuff. I mean, it was, it was really well received. And I mean, I think that gun's going to do pretty well. I mean, just cause it is, I mean, I know we're joking. I mean, we'd call it the solution, but it does fill that gap that a lot of people have. It's good. It's polarizing too at the same time. Right. So, I mean, it's going to get some hate, but that's only going to help it. Absolutely. I was I was going through my analytics earlier on all the new videos that I've put up from NRAM so far, and that MC14 is just blowing every other video out of the water right now, like by six or seven hundred views over everything else. I'm telling you, man, it's it's doing that. Like we're looking at like our analytics, and like it's crushing everything right now. And I've talked to a couple people who run rather large firearm website and it's quickly becoming the most talked about thing on their sites as well yeah like i said i have um i had people from other booths far across the other end of of the show floor like hey you're good friends with the eaa guys i was like yeah he goes Hey, that little barrel that they don't know what it's called, but the little gun, the barrel that goes up. And I was like, yeah, the 14, the tip up barrel. And he goes, yeah, yes. He's like, you get your hands on it. I said, yeah, I had my hands on this morning and all that. And he goes, is it real good? And I was like, it's real good. Like people were asking, like, what's all about? I said, man, just go check it out. Like, you know, so, um, yeah, and I mean, it was just, it was, it was definitely the hype. It was the hype of the show from what I heard. Yeah. I mean, handgun wise, nothing else came close to that. I mean, I will say I was kind of excited for the Disney too, as far as the you know rifles went, yeah. because I have a special place in my heart for the old Dissipator. But like you and Clover got to see that gun and shot. We got to see the shot, and we almost we almost like went ballistic. I was like, oh my god! Oh, yeah. And you yeah, saw yeah. the yeah, and y'all saw how far that came from shot to now, just in a mm. few months. How. Mm-hmm much more developed that gun got. I mean, the only thing that's really the same was the, the tip-up barrel. Let's be honest. I mean, everything else had been yeah. reworked. Uh, grips was redone. You guys okay. shaved off, like you said, the, this, the, the hard edges around all the controls. Also, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of work in the last basically two months, right? Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we were working on stuff like literally up to a few days before the show. Like, we... Like we were constantly tweaking and improving on that thing, especially like on the grips. Like that was the one thing we wanted to really get right was the grip. I wanted texture, but I didn't want it being overly aggressive. And it's hard for me because I like really aggressive grips. I'm the same way. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, what I will say is I was surprised. I was, I'm, 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 uh, 
when I got to Indianapolis Thursday afternoon, Chase made me aware that Henry just released a couple of new guns, including revolvers. And so I was like, oh shit, like that's going to be the talk of, of the town is Henry going revolver. Once the show started, I didn't hear much about the Henry revolvers. Yeah, people were kind of talking about it, but I didn't hear much hype about the Henry revolvers. Did you guys hear much about them after the show started? I, I, because I already knew about the like runner up handgun wise, I think to, yeah, to the, um, the MC 14 T. I think runner up yeah. probably is the Henry revolver, right? Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no innovation. There's nothing really new or different. There. It's just because it's Henry, you know, yeah. but it's, it's awesome that you could have a, a big boy, you know, a golden boy. And now you can have a matching Henry revolver. That's pretty freaking sure. awesome. That's I mean, pretty cool. About it. Sharing yeah. calibers and cartridge and whatever. Uh, but yeah, as far as, something actually being new and fresh and that sort of thing. It's the MC 14 T hands down. Yeah. The Henry revolver was cool, but my biggest fear, like with it being a brass grip came through true. When I walked over to their booth, it was mid show Friday. It was already tarnished to all get up and it just looked. Ugly. Oh, really? For yeah. everyone's handling and probably oil in their hand. And again, yeah. I mean, you're probably going to, if you've got one, you're probably going to keep it and shoot it when you shoot your big boy, but it just did not hold up to being manhandled by a bunch of people. And I actually got to talk to the engineer from Henry who did the revolver. I was like, well, what's it based on? And he's like, well, it's a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this. We kind of put it together. Yeah. A little bit of country and a little bit of rock and roll. Right. There's only a couple in this room that understand that, but, um, Kyle and John are not amongst them, I'm sure. Maybe not even Chase. Oh, I'm there. Don't worry. Okay. All right. Um, let's go. To, let's go to Chris real quick. Uh, does it have to be a firearm? I mean, just whatever in general. What was like the coolest product that that just you left there going, "Oh my!" Did you have that? That's the coolest thing at the show moment. Um. <clears throat> I, so I was like super excited to get over to the CNH Precision booth because I knew they were going to have all the new red dots over there and then the direct mount series. Um, mm -hmm. But then after looking at them, um, they they just, I don't know, they, I mean, especially from, I've been on their website now and what they're asking for them, it was kind of, I just wasn't blown away. Like, I, I think I must have overhyped myself up on going over there and checking those that out. happens. Um, I mean, non-gun related, I'd have to say the, the Swamp Fox Sentinel 2 is probably one of my favorite dots I got my hands on while I was there. Okay. Um, and, uh, uh, handgun wise, I mean, obviously we all like the MC-14. That was super cool. Um, I, I was pretty impressed with the, uh. SAR 9 SOCOM, I went over there and did an interview with them and got my hands on that. For 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 the price of it and what you're getting with it, I, I was... Hey, I, I, I'm a big fan of SAR. I, I've, I've been a big fan of SAR. Um, they've had some interesting times the last few years. Uh, I'm just hoping that they um, they make a good comeback because their quality, they're good stuff. 
Uh, I've been, you know, when I when I got my first SAR nine back in like 2018, um, I remember saying that to me, like to me, I'm not saying it's the best handgun for for me. The HK VP nine has always been my favorite feeling handgun. It just feels like in my hand a VP nine feels perfect. Well, SAR nine was basically the the VP nine frame with a Glock 17 slide. So it's a great combination, the birth child of those. But uh, no, I love SAR. I I, I really hope um, everything can kind of get straightened out. They've had a tumultuous last couple of years, if you will. Um, just industry, industry wide has been, had some interesting times. But yeah, I'm a big fan of SAR. And I, I did not get over to SAR to see the SOCOM, but I did hear a couple of people talking about it. So yeah, you're not the only one that said it's a pretty good one. Chicago Mike, how about trading your Taurus for the SAR 9? There you go. You can address that if you want. <laughs> I'm not getting rid of that G3 tactical. I got too much work going on <laughs> now. But I'd like to have both of them. <laughs> no kidding, right? Exactly. Uh, Ginger, you were doing a lot of walking around as well this weekend. Um, anything stand out in your mind that was pretty awesome? So the thing that stands out in my mind, and it wasn't a product. Really, I mean, again, I'm gonna have to say Chase's the the M, the 14T was great. I mean, and, and, was probably, and for those of you that weren't at NRAM, don't understand. We're not saying it's because Chase is our friend. Like for me, the MC14 might have won the best. I mean, if he doesn't win an award this year, something's wrong. You know, yeah, and that was probably the the talk of the show. There was a lot of people interested in it. There was a lot of people at their booth. But the thing that stands out for me that wasn't it wasn't a product. It was actually software. Okay. And okay. This is gonna sound weird, but I walked over to the, the yeah, I walked yeah. over the Stealth Arms booth. Okay. Stealth okay. Arms does the platypus. They have probably hands down the best 3D customizing software on the market. They they had it showing off at their booth. You can customize every piece of the gun. It's 3D rendered. As you're customizing wow. it, you can rotate it and do it. Um, and I kind of talked to him about it. I was like, I'm uh, whoever. I talked to the developer while I was there. He was standing there. I'm like, you guys are missing a big opportunity of just selling this to the industry. Instead of I, your guns, doing your guns is great, but selling that software to the industry, there's nobody else doing that kind of 3d modeled customization feature in the industry right now except for maybe if you guys remember gun builder at one point was doing oh yeah similar. oh yeah but this and is it was it was not looking back at it it was not very good at the time it was kind of cool but looking back at it now you're like yeah that was pretty primitive you know yeah i mean that's one of those things like if somebody can if they if they can sell that to other companies that do aftermarket stuff or even like yeah. manufacturers to give the option to show aftermarket parts and stuff, you know, they're, they've got a, a, they got a long road ahead of them as being a firearms manufacturer. Cause they're doing that Glock 17 mag 2011, but, yeah. to, but that software, if they, they've got money, that's, there's money left on the table with that. And I'm, I hate to say that because the guys who are industry guys know like that software really doesn't exist and you'd love to have it on your website because it shows off everything. You can customize it. Um, and there are companies would pay a pretty penny to have the availability of that software. I would imagine. Oh yeah. 
so that was cool. Um, the other one that was pretty cool was, uh, and I, I'm going to get, because they are friends of mine, the dudes over at Matador Arms. Uh, if you don't know their story, it's pretty cool. The guys who own it now, uh, they've come out with their Gen 2 uh, 9mm upper. It's a uh, pretty dope upper. Go check them out. They're, you know, Alex and Dave, you guys probably know them from other companies and guys in the industry yeah. who they used to work for. So, um, but yeah, those guys are really took the game up with that that design and made it look good. So that's another one that I really liked. And then just walking around the show, it was cool just to see everybody. And there was, it was. but yes, we missed that, your shot show. So it's been a while, you know? Yeah, it's been a minute. But yeah, there, there was nothing really. The only other optic that I saw that was cool because Chris brought up an optic is the new Hollow Sun Prism optics. Those are pretty cool. So there you go. That's my TED uh, talk for the day. TED talk for the day. There you go, Clove. Um, yeah, yeah. What you got? What's what? What stands out in your mind from the show? You know, I mean, you put the MC14 T on the shelf, right? Put the Henry exactly on probably yeah. too. You know, so, um, something that I really was impressed by to no end. I was I was wowed by it, and it's it's strictly because the pistol version. I've never been a fan of, even though it's wildly popular, and that's the Strybog rifle. Strybog, the rifle length nine millimeter. Um, yep. I've never been a fan of the pistol, but mm-hmm. when I walked over there and they had the rifle version, I was like, "Oh, oh, oh snap!" Um, yep. That was pretty cool. We got the scar style stock. They've extended the handguard down to cover the vast majority of the barrel, and I mean, it's just that was cool. And I thought. Wow, I mean, way to get around. I mean, with all the BS we're dealing with with braces and stuff, right? Like, um, I don't know how well because the the pistol is so popular, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know how well everybody else receives it. So that's totally a personal thing with me. I get it, but I thought that was really cool. So you bring up an interesting point. This has nothing to do with NRAM. Just kind of chat. And the, guys. and the fact so- that they're doing it in twenty two as well, by the way. No, I could give a shit about that, but yeah, uh, no, I'm, just yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. No, uh, yeah, for sure. The Strybog, um, yeah. Uh, interesting question. This is up for everybody, so don't worry about me calling you out. Just let's have a conversation about this. Um, with everything that is going on with pistol braces and all that, it was very prevalent at, at NRAM this year, the lack of braces. Like, it was noticeable. Like, it is what it is. I'm a fan of them. Now, a lot of people aren't a fan of bull pups, but with uh, with everything going on with the pistol braces and all that, do you think we're going to start seeing some more bull pup designs for the people that do like it's a 16 inch barrel, so you can put whatever you want to on it, but having that smaller frame as far as length and all of that, uh, maybe that's why I like bull pups. I have short T Rex arms, but. Um, do we? Do you think? Do you guys open? To any of you? Do you think we'll start seeing some more bullpup? Uh, well, I, all hope the I, hope I, hope I hope not. I don't think bullpups, but I think we'll see either more folding stuff or more thirteen sevens with a pin and weld. With a pin and weld, okay. Yeah, there, I think, I the think 13- that that's, that's that is actually probably a legitimate statement right there. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what lot- they. Um, that's what you know. Talking when I was talking about the Scrabble Grapple in twenty two, was talking with them about that, and they said that uh, the the version they had there was an SBR, 
and they said that was one of the issues in order for it to work properly and all it's going to have to end up having a shroud or something pinned and welded um yeah. they're not going to be able to go with a 16 inch barrel on it for some reason or another so um yeah we may start seeing some stuff like that i agree yeah i talked to Faxon for a little bit because i you know you guys know i know those guys well enough to talk about the 137 sure. and everything like that you know kyle's in here kyle what do you think you know there is it the 137 or 145 with pin and weld yeah somewhere in there i mean i, I think the 145 but the 137 i mean it's not a big difference so well, the fourteen five, you could get away with the old basic, you know, flash hider slash bird cage, whatever you want to call it, because that's about an inch and a half, you know. Um, yeah. But I think there's some, there's an interesting the thirteen seven. You're talking now two and a half inches or whatever that uh, you could come up with some different muzzle devices, if you will, uh, that could be fun to play with, you know. I've always liked eleven and a half, and then do like a five inch or whatever uh, flash rider. I've got a couple of rifles that okay. are done that way. That's that's a pretty big flash rider, but that's a monster. <laughs> well, you know, the the uh Don't you know a, a good a good example would be my XM one seven seven copy, yeah. right? I mean that's you know yeah. so yeah. no I I I I am just I, I just I just it just hit me that you know I'm a fan of bullpups, so I wouldn't mind if there was a little renaissance in bullpups and all that. So, we'll see. Are you going to th you think like we're going to see more flux suppressors that are pinned and welded? I think you're going to see a lot. I think you're going to see a lot more of the uh, flux capacitors. Well, if you're going to do a suppressor, why would you not? You may not be old enough to understand the flux capacitor is either. So, but if you're if you're gonna start talking 88. suppressors at that point, you're start you're starting to talk NFA. Why not just SBR it anyway and be done? I mean, right? I mean, um, the one that got me was kind of across the aisle and kind of I don't know if you boost down. There were a couple companies that had basically non NFA suppressors, but they weren't calling them suppressors. They all had goofy names, but the okay. way that core was designed it wasn't a it was a non-nfa item is and that, that been a is that been like actually proven that it's not nfa or that's what they're yeah, saying i mean they had the atf like okay letters on the table and all that stuff really yeah or they was it, off half evaluated wasn't it strike that used to do that too with the noise you know the noise dampeners and so mm. that's another route people can roll as far as doing a shorty and you could have one of those permanently attached same as like like Clover saying the old you know the old one seven seven style flash hiders yeah. or yeah the flash hider I think is a cool way of doing it I mean it, it's 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 what it is you know but how you know but you know the ATF letter stuff bothers me because what are they we dealing with mind. now we're dealing with braces we're dealing with bump stocks we're dealing with things that they eighty percenters that the ATFs goes oh well, okay, that they had letters now. on for those as yeah. well for two years yeah right um, right. All that was perfectly legal a couple of years ago, and now they're changing their mind because the administration's yeah. changed. Mm -hmm. Well, that that brings up a good topic or kind of sidebar: the NFA stuff. And Chase, might, you might know better, but C Products is coming out with a new can. It's got a 30 cal core and a 223 core, and they're saying that you don't; those are not NFA items. It's the tube that's the NFA item. 
that you can. The, so basically, the serialized part is the NFA item. So if they're serializing like the mount or the outer tube itself, that's what's considered the NFA part. So you can swap cores out. The yeah, that... problem is you get into the weirdness of the NFA and the ACF that can change, can, can amend those rules. They, and they can please. redefine it tomorrow. Yeah. Well, and yeah. there's a problem. Ago, there's a problem. So I've got a I've got quite a few form ones, right? And so here's the here's the consensus that I've gotten from ATF in this area, as well as some opinion letters and other things that I hold, is as long as you have got your stamp back right and as long mm -hmm. as you've got these serialized tubes having parts is fine yeah but having the parts like the core you're talking about without yeah. having the tube and the stamp back that's problematic mm -hmm. because that could be considered mm -hmm. intent yeah where the problem is run into now is they can they've changed their mind on certain components yeah so mm -hmm. like because of the you know home build suppressor kits now you have wipes that are in older suppressors and like the dead air, like the ghost had the, yep. has the wipes in it. Every one of those wipes is considered an NFA item now. So you can't get just the parts and replace it yourself yep. without doing stamps for those stupid rubber gaskets. You have to physically send the can back to dead air and let them do the work. Mm -hmm. Well, so, you're seeing a lot of, you're seeing a lot of, um, um, oh man, what am I thinking? The cans that are, that are, configurable right they've got the multiple pieces and you make a shorter and longer yeah. and that sort of thing All the modular and, and the, like the blast baffled on those like the blast baffle part is the only part that's serialized yeah i just sent that can in the group chat guys so i saw that it's pretty awesome yeah so that's what they're that's their new can they're saying it's adjustable for gas on the outside like that end cap if you see the silver end cap it adjusts the gas flow it's got holes and you twist it. They're saying it's a hundred percent field serviceable and they you just send back those baffles. If you get a baffle strike, you send that back and they send you a new baffle. So that's why I'm asking for the because hmm. that that was one of the cool things that I forgot that I saw. That could be a, if if it's right, if it's true, that could be pretty game changing for where you take where you, if that's a starting point, what's the next generation of that? You know, that could be kind of interesting. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, it was um, C Products who did that one. C okay. Products Duramag. It was at the Duramag booth. Okay. All right. Everybody's building cans now. I mean, you know, that's what the ATF is for, is get, for us time. to get creative on how to avoid it, you know? Uh, we avoided it on so many different things for so long, and now it's just kind of get creative again. Um Real quick for me, the coolest thing that I saw, obviously taking out several different things we've already talked about, um, over at the Umarex booth, there was a oh, 240 yeah. Bravo, uh, which everyone knows I'm a big 240 Bravo guy, and they had an Airsoft 240 Bravo. He said it was what, 4,000 4, round capacity. Yeah, four thousand capacity, but it was like twelve hundred a, a minute. Yeah, twelve hundred. Yeah, minutes, I was like, yeah. Oh, ho, 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 ho. yeah, it was pretty badass. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, yeah. that's some cool ass shit. Yep. Um, but here's the thing about Umarex. If you guys aren't familiar with Umarex, uh, Umarex is amongst the world leaders in, in airsoft and all that. 
but they've got they just keep constantly coming up which is badass like the 50 cal last year then they had the double barreled arrow gun you know last year the 20 gauge gauge. i mean it's just like they come out with some badass stuff um but that 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 saw for me was the coolest thing i saw like it's a capacity of four thousand and twelve hundred per minute that would be a blast like let the squirrels act up around here with that oh, thing. Right. I'm just going to start unleashing the trees and just going like, you, you can't beat this thing. You're not going to outrun this thing. Um, yeah, that was the coolest thing I saw for sure. Uh, out for the panel, just, let's start a conversation again. I was talking with Chase about it earlier today, and I asked him, and, and, and he was kind of the same way I was. In years past, um, there's always scuttlebutt. There's always word coming down from the actual NRA meetings with the membership. And especially this time in 2019 where India is when the whole Ollie North thing took over and uh, started this weird spiral of the NRA Um, for me. And maybe I wasn't paying attention, but I did not hear a single thing that people were talking about from the meetings. Am I the only one or did I miss something? I heard a little bit, but I talked to, obviously I talked to quite a few of the 2A, you know, movers and shakers, right? Not just the industry people. And I ended up catching, I think it was on the last day, I think it was Sunday, mainly because she was in a bunch of meetings. But Amanda Suffolk got voted to the board last year. Uh, And so I was talking to her and she said, and, and so I'd heard a couple other people I talked to had mentioned it, but Rick Ector got voted to the uh board this year which is pretty cool nice so, that's that's pretty good yeah yeah so, so but that's it do, but that's it that's all of, that's that like, is it. from the meetings <laughs> that's i, I yeah. didn't even hear that like yeah. i didn't hear no, literally it. did not hear anything come from the meetings yeah. i didn't know if i was the only one there was no the only... chatter on the floor really at all no there was nothing yeah. well tim's in here so that's always a good hey tim it's been it a while a tim Hey, um, no, the only thing I heard, it was weird. It was in the media room when I walked over to, they were talking about Trump's speech and somebody from the NRA called Trump out for being privileged to have an NRA, a New York concealed carry permit while he was on stage with them. So that's the only thing kind of thing I heard. Nice. And it was kind of like interesting, quick, quick blip and then done. Nice. Yeah. And he admitted that he was because he had one. Yeah. I mean, this is the same guy that says, look, don't talk to me about tax shelters. I use them. I know they're messed up, but if they're there, I'm going to use them. If I can use the tax shelters, I'm going to use them. If he can get a, a, a carry permit in New York because he's Donald Trump, hey. I get it. I mean, they want to be a billionaire. No, I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, he yeah. is. He, so, he, you know? Yeah, you know, former president. And I get it because there's some polarization there. I mean, he's definitely got a staunch following, um, you know, loyal following, I should say. Um, uh, that's but, one word you it. know, what, what baffles me is that when any pro-Second Amendment organization, or in the NRA's case, supposed pro-Second Amendment Alleged, yeah. Has Absolutely. a dude on stage to speak that says, take the guns first, do, we'll worry about due process later, and bans bump stocks, and you still invite him to speak at your thing? Like, have you lost your mind? 
Like, no, it's called selling tickets. It's called yeah. selling no, tickets. I get it, but it's also the called selling out. is wrong with the NRA, let's be well, honest. It's also yeah. called selling out, but I get you. It is. Yeah, same well, thing, same difference. In that vein, you look at some of the large organizations that were not there this year. There were uh, large organizations and other like larger corporate people that have been longtime corporate sponsors of the NRA yeah. that were not there. That's almost as telling as who wasn't there, whether it's organizations or companies who wasn't there is just as telling as anything. But I'll say this. I haven't been to a ton of them, but I'll say this. As far as tra uh, foot traffic goes, it was pretty insane this year. Friday was by far the busiest Friday I'd ever seen at NRAM in the short time that I've been going. Hands down. Um, and so, Chase and Kyle, from the industry side, um, what did you guys notice of foot traffic? Uh, was it bigger than you guys anticipated or what? Yeah, I mean, it was a lot more than I anticipated. And uh, I was just talking to Chris about this before the show. It's my favorite show of the year because you get to see, like, the end user of your product. So yeah. They're actually, like, coming up to you and right. telling you about their experience. Yeah. Um, telling you about some of your different products. And it's still SHOT Show-ish, but you have that different element with the consumer end user and all of that. Yeah, absolutely. You really do. Brings a different energy. Uh, yeah. Um, Chase, um, you've been going to these things for a long time in different capacities. Where does this one rank up there as far as foot traffic and busyness? I mean, foot traffic, especially Friday and Saturday, was definitely yeah. up. It crushed yeah. last year. It was, I mean, we stayed super busy Friday and Saturday, and you could see the attendance was back. I mean, this was this was like your pre-COVID NRA shows. For me, the 2019 Indy was big. The 2018 in Dallas was crazy, if I remember. Yeah. Um, this is, and this reminded me of that. I thought I thought it was actually busier, maybe because it was a different design of, of, of the show floor and all that. To me, it Dallas, seemed bigger than Dallas. You know, the Dallas venue sucks. That's my opinion. No doubt. No doubt. It's cramped yeah. in there. The way it's laid out, it's just not the same. Uh, even just, Houston was a much better venue than, than Dallas. I, I like Indianapolis's layout. Now, I don't know what you guys, Kyle and Jace, yeah, is from the Eastern. Yeah, I, I kind of dig it. It was easy it's to easy maneuver, to, you know? Yeah, it's easy to navigate. But I'll say it's like the crowd had a whole different vibe this time around. Yeah, they did. You know, and I mean, like Kyle said, this show, I mean, yeah, it could get a little on the overwhelming side after you talk to that many people over a few days, mm -hmm. but that show in like great American, you get all the feedback right there. And most of these people aren't going to hold back. You go to shot show, you go to some of these like, you know, dealer shows we go to and you know, people are, people choose their words wisely a lot of times because they don't want to just mm -hmm. outright offend you because then they're not going to get anything out of you anymore. Yeah. Roll call uh, says that Saturday was wild. Um, I'm surprised he remembers Saturday because uh, he came over to the house. Uh, Kyle was there. John was there. He came over to the house Saturday night, and I don't think he should. He, he probably doesn't remember much about Saturday night. We had a good time at the house, though. We had a good time. Um, but, yeah, no, that was just something that for me. It was just one of those things I remember 
I remember saying several times on Friday, like, this seems awfully like big for a Friday, you know, like this is this is different oh, yeah. for a Friday, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like we had we had dinner Sunday night with some senior NRA people. Yeah. And they could definitely confirm that attendance was up. Oh, it had to have been. Like it they did. And it wasn't like the fudge numbers, like you hear all the fluff stuff. Like, this is some people I know aren't going to BS us. And he's like, we don't have Sunday yet, obviously, because Sunday are still tallying everything. But Friday and Saturday were numbers were definitely up. Yeah. I mean, uh, also, call bring, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. We also didn't have the protesters that we thought we were going to have. Because when we pulled I, in, there was I two. And then I heard there were none no. outside. There was more good I, protesters than I, there I were didn't bad. See, yeah, I didn't see any on Friday. None. Saturday, I saw two. One. It was an old dude, remember, on Friday. We saw Friday. a couple. The old dude that got pumped by Appleseed, Project Appleseed. That was Saturday. That was Saturday. Are you sure that wasn't Friday? I'm almost positive. I might be wrong, but that's well, what I was talking about. I only saw a couple on Saturday. One of them got basically like sent home by Appleseed. Yeah, it was yeah, hilarious. Yeah. I've seen more people. If you're, you're going to hold a sign that says these children's bloods are on your hand, make sure you're not doing as Appleseed's walking by, whose sole purpose is child advocacy. Uh, right. Right. And Clover and I were watching it. like we We witnessed this. And if I'm lying, he'll tell you. They were having a discussion. It was a civil discussion, but it was the discussion. And the next thing you do is you see the guy holding the sign, walking down the road away. He was Turn gone. Walk off. Turn around and left. He got owned by Appleseed. It was phenomenal. But I've seen I more people. See I've seen more people holding signs, walking through and holding <laughs> signs and stuff, and even driving. I've seen even seen a couple of vans and stuff talking about yeah. how the NRA was not two A. Or didn't do enough two A, and I can get on board with that. I agree with that. Yeah. So I that, see that, more that young man on on Friday. He was literally yeah. walking past the main entrance. We're out there smoking, and he's got this little post board that says the NRA doesn't do enough for two A. We're like, right. and everyone out there was like, hell yeah, like keep yeah. like where are you going? Stay here. That's, you know, that's the, that's, the, that's the good protesters, and there were there were far yeah. more of those. I've seen far more of that type of sentiment than I did, you know, anti. And as anti- far as anti go, I can probably count on two hands. Like I bet you there wasn't ten that I saw all weekend combined. Well, ten. We saw those those two when we pulled in, and they were like mm-hmm. walking away defeated. They're like, walking was, away. Yeah, yeah, there was nobody there. But I think that also helped because Houston, they were it was droves of. Programs. See, I wasn't there last year, and besides the numbers, um, some of the things that they did that I've heard about, um, way over the top, way unnecessary. We're, you're talking about the, the 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 baby coffin and all that, like that's yeah. that's bad, you know. They were getting, they got, they were very confrontational in Houston. It wasn't like that, Indy. Like the biggest well, thing they had. The they were like cussing at everybody. On top of that, they were just cussing at everybody. You know. Oh yeah, I mean, they had to like. They finally moved them back after the first day, and like got they got pushed back by you know like yeah. Houston PD. Oh, and, their signs uh, were all that. Their signs were horrendous. Like they were, the they were rough. and the vulgarities and everything they were yeah. screaming. It was horrible. I mean, they're screaming like old people and kids and shit walking but in. But if you. Yeah. But it was in Houston, and Uvalde had just happened, right? 
So sure. you're talking fairly close proximity high, to sure. get yeah. some people in, right? Like nothing really happened around oh, Indiana. So yeah. it's like, eh. Apparently there was a shooting Saturday night in Indiana that I just heard about uh, after I left. I don't well, know. I'd heard about the one in Alabama or something. I didn't hear about it. No, there was that one. But there was one Saturday night in Indiana. And apparently, I don't know, it was in the, it was, it was in the group chat that we were talking. Someone talked it about it. In, they were trying to blame in, uh, in, NRA for the shooting on Saturday night in, in Indianapolis. So I guess from talking to a few people um, and a one of them told me that there was a shooting right outside of their Airbnb in Indianapolis. And there were like kids with ARs and ski masks, like walking the streets downtown. So I don't know. I didn't see any of that. I didn't see any of that. You guys were downtown eating dinner. I don't know. You guys never saw that. Did you? I didn't see any of that. I didn't see any of that. Now I will say like when we were checking out at a hotel Monday morning, the, the guy checking us out, Cause this was like, you know, five 45 in the morning. It was dark outside. He's like, Hey, you out, huh? he, um, yeah, he, <laughs> he was like, Hey, do me a favor. If anybody like, comes, hey. up, or is he, Hey, if anybody comes up to the door. Like if they don't have a key card, do not let them in. He said, we had an incident. Oh, last really? Night. I can't really talk about it, but nobody's coming in this hotel. If they don't have a key card. Really? I'm like, care to elaborate? Cause I'll shoot somebody. <laughs> yeah i i didn't hear about I, I didn't even hear about the indianapolis shooting until monday morning i didn't yeah um, i didn't hear anything about it until i was on the way home it was yeah. like a, a block party that popped off is what it sounded yeah. like well, that could have been our party. it was uh it was prom night yeah it's possible um, well i mean what are the odds i mean any major city you know that happens fairly on a fairly regular basis anyway, right? I mean, I wasn't a slippery noodle till one a.m. Sunday <laughs> morning. So there's like you got lucky, my friend, because I've heard stories from Pinkies and Sadini talking about the slippery noodle. It is an interesting place, at least oh, some dude, nights. We had a great time. Now, don't be wrong. The bartender, the like the server was. As no. Clear as long. no, not talking about that. We'll talk. I know, that. but I'm saying like we didn't have oh, yeah, they yeah. Had going on. Now, roll call brings up a good point, and me and John and Kyle and Clover, are the only ones in this room who understand this, he says, well, they didn't ride down the bike lane. That's true. Um, we 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 witnessed. John might not have even been back yet. You might that not have challenger. Been that challenger will never be the yet. same again. That challenger is. Done. <laughs> he hopped back and, and, and he actually came back about ten minutes later. I guess he's looking for parts that fell off. <laughs> smoking and rattling and just it's horrible. Yeah. See it see it a challenger going sixty down a bike lane because it after it jumped and missed, yeah. missed the turn. Yeah. Missed the turn, jumped the median and went into the bike lane. Yeah. And going sixty and shit's uh, just ra- oh, it was fantastic. It was wonderful. Yeah. It was wonderful. Uh, um, you know, for care? as for, oh, for a seemingly for a seemingly sketchy um, as a place as we stayed in, it mm-hmm. was not that bad. It was actually uh, very enjoyable. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot. Yeah, uh, I think we had a different experience than John did, but uh, mm. you know, <laughs> there was just some <laughs> weird smell coming from somewhere. I don't know he where it came from. He could have. You could have been seventeen eggs and protein drinks. I don't know. I'm not saying, would it involve an egg 
fast by chance. Yeah. Um, do we care to do this? And I'm not saying don't mention the company. If you want to, you can. I don't care. If you feel uncomfortable, don't mention the company. Um, and Real Call says he missed a fire hydrant. That dude missed a fire hydrant by about three inches. Like, oh, yeah, legit. That could have been yeah. a lot worse. Yeah. Um, that was right in front of the house, too. Right in front of the house, we're like, we like, boom, like, oh, there was a wreck. It wasn't a wreck. That dude just. Well, I was talking about the, the, the fire road. hydrant. Oh, the fire hydrant. Yeah. How the hell? First of all, how that challenger got yeah. down the bike, the bike lane? I don't, lane yeah. I don't understand it. I really don't. There is no way. But he did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tim says, "Man, I miss you guys. These stores. I think you always had more of an eventful time. Uh, we have fun. Tim knows. You know. We we." Hey, when we're out somewhere, it's work, but we're also going to enjoy ourselves. And mostly we enjoy ourselves because we, we're around each other. We get to hang out with each other. And that's really ultimately what it is, is uh, being able to enjoy each other as friends that we get to see each other a few times a year. So You know, we should try to we get miss, Tim. We miss you, Tim. We miss you, buddy. We should try to get Tim to IV-88 somehow. That way he can come hang out with us because we Tim, it's been a, a long time since we I know seen we him. gotta get him we gotta get him out of exile and, and somehow. Yeah, for sure. He, I think he mentioned something about being in Dallas next year. So that so. would be I hope, uh, so. I hope so too. Um but yeah, we miss we missed him. Big is time. it da- I thought it was is it Dallas or Houston? It's Dallas. Now it's it was supposed to be in Houston, okay. but they announced it in Dallas next year. Well, that's because yeah. they, they had go, to move a- go home. With a cough, cough, it really screwed up like their schedule, yeah. schedule or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it yeah. messed the schedule up, but, you know, Dallas or Houston also said point blank they didn't want us there anymore. Like, they do not want the NRA there anymore. I guess they just don't like well, I'm sure dollars boosting their economy, you know? I'm so. sure that, I'm sure, yeah, and you, you think about that, but you think about the boost of their economy and then think about with the protesters anyway. Which yeah. I'm sure left a bad taste in their mouth. With I mean, look at all the that's the wrong damn fault. That's the I wrong get damn. you, I get you. But look at all the troopers and like all the law enforcement and everything that was there. I mean, I felt sorry in Houston for the amount yeah. of officers and stuff that had to come out and try to babysit protesters being stupid. You know, Dude, it, it was wasn't insane. it wasn't our side being stupid. And so, right. and there was hundreds and hundreds of law enforcement there, and all of them. And so maybe, maybe them saying, maybe them saying, we don't want NRA there has nothing to do with them wanting NRA there. It's what the NRA show brings outside the show, the protesters and all that well, stuff. Well, I'm, I'm sure there's a man. There. I'm sure there's. Houston himself said, "Absolutely not again." Like I'm letting it happen now because contracts are signed, and I can't do anything about yeah. it. Yeah. But we absolutely do not want you back in our town. Like that was well, the I'm, mayor of Houston. I'm sure there are anti two A anti gun sentiment. There it is there, right? Without a doubt. Sure. But but yeah. I'm sure the, the logistics and a bunch of other stuff they had to go through d- doesn't help the situation, is all I was saying. Oh no. You look at the federal presence alone because of Trump being there last year with all the madness on top of it, like the federal presence was insane. Yeah. Um, the most annoying thing to me that happened outside the show this week was the 17 minute ringing of the church bells every hour. That was annoying. Oh, um, I agree. Oh my God. Like that and was it, much it more was annoying than the four. Oh, it was bad. Like it was much more annoying than the four like, protesters we saw. At least tune your bells people. Come on. Yeah. Uh, real quick. Thanks to Pat in the bunker. $10 super chases. Thanks for the show. Fellas. 
been a minute, just busy as F. So, yeah, I I, I get that. I understand. Thanks for the super chat. I appreciate you very, very much. Um, but, yeah, so I want to I this will be the last kind of question that we talk about. And once again, you can. I don't care. It's not going to hurt my feelings if you want to mention companies. But if you want to spare some feelings, uh, you don't have to mention the companies. But uh, were there any, like, what was, like, the, like, what the hell were you thinking product? Did you guys see anything? You It's like, God, that was a, like, whoever came up with that should not be working for that company more. Did you all see any of those? They were just like, I don't get it. Like bad 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 products i'll start it off because i'm not scared yep and i was gonna i was gonna suggest we you know hey is there something you saw you didn't like or thought was ridiculous yeah so yeah. we're on the same brainwave there and we all talk that's about scary. this the the same brainwave is you that yeah. scares me i need to go get checked out i think i know but we all talked about the show, but for me, and I got to walk around a little bit, was the, and I mean, before the show, when I saw the initial ad on it, the freaking headrest vault. What a ridiculous ass idea. You don't like to having a gun safe behind your head? What's wrong with you? I mean, let me, hold on, sir. Let me <laughs> randomly search around to hit some <laughs> buttons and hopefully don't shoot myself in the back of the freaking head as I try to get whatever bullshit carry gun out. No, I agree. Or I, I'm an Uber I, driver, my passenger steals my gun. Yeah. So you're like riding Uber and somebody like, you know, figures out your one, two, three, four code and hijacks your ass. Yeah, I thought that that was interesting. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. That's that's up there for sure. Anybody else? Um, Kyle, did you get to walk around much? You guys were so damn busy. I don't know how much you got to walk around and see anything. Yeah, I, uh, I got around Saturday. And it was mainly just okay. patches and stickers for the dudes back at the shop. But uh, yeah, I I won't say it's stupid, but because I'm gonna I'm gonna try it out <laughs> to see if it's stupid. But uh, I had something interesting come through our booth. So it's oh a, yeah, yeah, it's a buffer spring, but it's like wrapped and it looks like felt. He says it's polymer. What is that velvet? Yeah. And it's like fuzzy. Some of you would know what that means too. Most of you. So won't. Uh, I'm gonna take it to the range and shoot the hell out of it. See, it's supposed to be silent, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I was gonna say just a silent capture spree. Yeah. So I'll keep you guys updated on that. Interesting. Yeah. Let me know. Now, road call out there. You met Roe uh, Saturday night at the house. Yeah. He says he didn't get an Anderson T-shirt. He's a little pissed about that. You didn't stop by. I was looking for you Sunday. He, I don't think um, they were there very long on Sunday, if they were at all. I would love to see you guys stop by. To but be I, fair, I'll get you one, bro. to be fair, I I asked Kyle for a T-shirt while at his booth, and he told me flat out no. So I just. Well, I just he see also said he didn't is. have any that fit your ass. So well, that's uh, true. <laughs> they don't they don't sell ginger sized T-shirts. So, sorry, Kyle. Sorry. <laughs> there goes my commission on the Pony Express. <laughs> no, I still got you on that. I can get you guys t-shirts, though. I'll ship them to you guys. I got me a sweet-ass hat for sure, though. That that hat is actually pretty. It was a camo hat, and it had, like, the brown leather patch up front. Just in. Oh, dude, it's, I got one of those. It's pretty badass. I'll wear the hell out of that. Yeah, I'll, rock the, yeah. I'll rock the Pony Express. Oh, We're going to yeah. start calling the My Little Pony. I'm going to start rocking the My Little Pony. I'll I'll wear my my because I'm not a silly ginger that, a, you know, 
annoys people, so it's cool like that. Or just a silly ginger. You could have stopped the sentence at silly ginger, and we would have understood. <laughs> I mean, you know, I didn't yeah. annoy that many people. I promise. Maybe. I mean, you know, he brought it to me because he's cool like that. I see how it is. Damn. Y'all are selling me out to John. John, I love you, buddy. I don't, it's okay. It's okay. It's they're okay. making it look real bad. <laughs> Damn. So the gun snob, the gun snob met his walking uh, logo this weekend. The guy with the full tuxedo and top hat. I was like, oh my god, it's snob hired him to be the walking billboard for his logo. Now, I think snob, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I think snob, since that is his logo, does a snob need to show up to shot next year in a tuxedo? At least a tuxedo T-shirt. Yeah, at least a tuxedo T-shirt. You know, at least one day. Let's let's take it to a vote. So yes, yep. Kyle says nay. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) yeah. I'm gonna take it one step further, and I say he and Ob have to show up in like the blue and orange Dumb and Dumber. Oh, oh, that's beautiful. The blue, the the, the orange and and the powder blue ones. Yeah. With the ruffles, the ruffled the shirts, ruffles, the top and canes, tails, cane, the whole nine. Oh, uh, that's I'm going to say I agree. Right now, Wednesday at 1 p.m. at the EAA booth of SHOT Show Week, Snob and Obnoxious have a booth appearance dressed as Dumb and Dumber. It is official. Apparently, I made a mistake right last night in our group chat that mentioned a Colonel Sanders outfit. Um, so there might be a Bobby Boucher and Colonel Sanders um, thing going on at shot. Um, Medulla oblongata. Yes. Friday afternoon when no one's around. <laughs> that's good because I won't be there Friday. I, I leave at like 3 o'clock on Friday afternoon. Mama, so. <laughs> mama said alligator on rip because I don't have teeth and they ain't got no toothbrush. I mean, you're talking about the company like more, that our more people has a that, Bobby Boucher picture says that's some high-quality H2O. Oh, God, yeah. So, I mean, like, here's something that Clover and I were talking about. And this might be something that needs to be a private chat, which we'll talk about in a private chat. But there's got to be a movie. And Waterboy may or may not be the one. Um, there needs to be a movie that we get our whole crew one day to all buy in on a different character and dress up like certain people, you know? Uh, Gunstop says, currently shopping for a dumb and dumber suit. Bro, if I'm going to wear a Colonel Sanders suit, then you and OB can wear the, the dumb and dumber tuxes. Beautiful. You could do it at range day. Or you would stand out at range day. Oh, uh, well. You guys, you guys should pull off the Anchorman crew. You couldn't. You wouldn't be able to keep your top hat on. Oh, oh my God. God. All be, the Anchorman crew. Well played, Kyle. The Anchorman crew. We oh all could buy in. Oh. Yep. I am Ron Burgundy. I am. Go fuck yourself. Smell of rich mahogany and leather bound books. This is legal and illegal in 90% of the countries. Sex Panther. Works 60% of the time. All the it time. works every time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. We could just all do like a random Will Ferrell character all together. 
Oh, we could do Will Ferrell from different movies. Oh, that could be good. Clover and tights, or Snob and tights. Snob could be Elf. Anybody, let's be honest. Anybody in tights is worth it. I don't care. <laughs> Gary and tights. Oh God, can we do that? Can we can we make that a thing we, right we now? We gotta make that happen. We gotta make that happen. Gary, you're gonna be Elf. So if we could all well here. How about just doing um, men in tights? And do a spoof on men in tights. Oh, we could all be in tights. Yeah. Um, man, I'm not, talk not about excited this. for that. If we're gonna do Will Ooh. Ferrell, I want uh, I want Ricky Bobby. I'm already calling Ooh. Ricky Bobby my boo. Ah, I called it first. Bruh, I'm from Alabama. This town Gary says, tonight. "Oh hell no, <laughs> hell no." I'll let you have. It. I'll let you. you ain't first and last, boys. As long as none of you are Ricky or uh, Will Ferrell from old school. I think we're good. No one's oh. going streaking at Shot Show. Sorry. Uh. Frank the Tank? No, no, no. I'm I'm not going to do the birthday suit Frank the Tank. I'm going to do the Frank the Tank that's talking about going to Home Depot and Lowe's. It's going to be a full day, you know. Um, I call Gator. That's it. I got I got oh, semi-pro. Oh, snap. That's oh. a great call. That's a great call. That's a great call. He's not, but OB can do Step Brothers. They could. No, I don't care what our theme is. Snob and OB are going to do Dumb and Dumber. Like, I don't care what anyone else is doing. The Dumb and Dumber tuxes have got to be there. That's a must. I do. I think that's got to be a thing. How much trouble would I get in for wearing a wooden gun at shot? That is the question. You're not, because we wear real guns at shot. Yep. I mean, nobody does that. Nobody carries a firearm there. It's the no, safest place in Vegas. No one ever carries in there. No. Not at all. Yeah. All right. Um, we got plenty to talk about in the after chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're going to make this happen. Um, Chris, want to bring you in. Um, overall, um, had a good weekend at NRAM and all of that. Tell people what's coming down the line and where they can find you. I know you got a big show tomorrow night as well. Yeah, we're going live at 9 Eastern tomorrow night and uh, kind of talking about all the same stuff we talked about tonight. Um, I said probably a lot more professionally than what we did tonight. <laughs> I don't know about that. We have a good time. I don't care. We're just going to have a good time. Well, we're going to have fun tomorrow too. So now, I honestly had a great show. Um, it was, I, I told Kyle when we were in the back chat at the beginning, it was, that was probably my favorite show yet. Um, Shot show was stressful for me because I'd never been there and um, didn't know what I was doing. And, and so coming into NRAM, it was just, just everything just went perfect. You know, the way I wanted it to go and uh, made a lot of great contacts while I was there. Um, Got a lot of cool stuff coming from uh, people that I met there and companies I talked with. And, uh, yeah, it, I mean, I I think it was very successful as far as. Yep. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was just a great time. And uh, it was it was just a lot more. To me, it was just a lot more relaxing than what SHOT Show was. Not that I didn't. I, I had a great time at SHOT, but it was. Um, I 
just was it's, glad. A, it's, a, it's a different show. It's a different vibe. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. And it's just, you know, now that I'm getting some shows under my belt, um, they're just getting easier now for me. And uh, yeah, it was, man, I, just, I don't have anything negative to say. I had a great time. Yeah, absolutely. Chris loves the scooters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The scooters, if you're, if you're not familiar with Indianapolis, the scooters are a thing. Um, faux show. Um, that's kind of part of um, one of the funniest things I've ever seen happen in 2019 with Sadini and Pincus and getting filling the scooters and here comes Pincus. It was great. Phenomenal. Yeah, the scooters are a part of the whole thing. Um, Ginger, what's up? You you got uh, that event's coming up here in the next month or so, next few weeks, isn't it? Yeah. So for those who didn't see me at NRA, I was wearing this patch all weekend. So this is for mm-hmm. Southeastern Guide Dogs. Uh, again, the event's coming up May twentieth. Still looking for donations. I know I've hit a couple people in this room up. Uh, so if you have donations, I'd love to get it. Anything at this point, uh, I know we've got stag is on board. I hit up Kyle. So hopefully Kyle chase, if you're nice enough to me, if you love me, um, he's probably going to throw things. Loving and being nice here too. Yeah. It's two different things. Uh, but yeah, I'm, uh, excited for the event for those guys, even though I won't be able to make it there. Uh, but yeah, it's May 20th at the humidor in Newark, Ohio, so go check that out if you're in the Ohio area. It's a good time. Cigar manufacturers will be there. There'll be giveaways, auctions, all the above, and it's just to raise money for a great charity uh, that supports our veterans. Absolutely. Uh, Roll Call says he's saving up to go to a shot show just to see this. So um, awesome. Go ahead, Chase. I was like, where's Newark, Ohio? I'm just curious now. It's just outside of Columbus. It's uh, Chris, what is uh, it? It's east of Columbus, right? Yeah, but honestly, I've never been to Newark. I've, I've <laughs> never been there. Even he's not what he's talking about. I have no idea what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you're not missing much in Newark. Uh, I'm not from Ohio, but I definitely haven't heard of Newark, Ohio. I so. have either. I'm like, where? what major city is this next to? Yep. Uh, Clover, if you were to do anything on your YouTube channel or anything like that, uh, what can people might be expecting to see in the next week or two from you? Well, I've got six videos, uh, out of, uh, you know, off the floor at NRM. So the first mm-hmm. drop today with, uh, Anderson with Kyle. So, uh, go check that one out here in a sad. bit if you get a chance. Um, and then, um, yeah, those will be dropping over the next week or so. I'll get those out pretty quick because I, I, when you go to a show, I mean, I like to, for me, that stuff's time sensitive, right? Like, who wants to watch an mm-hmm. NRM video six months from now? Um, and then uh, sure. we've got the podcasts uh, that kick back off this week. And we've got, what, three weeks, I think, or something like that, three or four weeks of uh, the podcast left. So those will kick back off this week. So they'll be, almost content every single day this week and then maybe next. And then uh, it's time to get back to work on uh, all the TNE stuff and everything we're behind on. And we'll have more stuff okay. rolling in from in around. So yeah, fun, fun. Ghost including, including, including a pallet of freaking ammo. Thanks ghost. 
You're welcome. I hooked him up. We were at uh, Global, and we were having a meeting in there with Kat and uh, some other guys. There's about five of us in there, and trying to figure out what, what, what they need to get out to creators and what we're all kind of interested in and getting and all of that. And so we get away from guns, and she's like, ammo, ammo. I've got a ton of ammo that I need to get to some people. He's like, who's a shotgun guy? And she looks at me and I said, you know better. Like, don't even look at me. Like, I don't give a shit about shotgun ammo. Um, and I said, but wouldn't it be awesome? She, I was like, well, what do you have? And she's like naming off like like 12 different shotgun ammos that she's got. And she's got to get information on all of them. I said, I said, wouldn't it be great if you were to. Now, I want to preface this by saying I meant like a box of each, right? Yeah. I said, um. Wouldn't it be great if you sent like a box of every kind of ammo to Clover? Because I think he'd be phenomenal at doing an educational series, being able to describe to the people out there what each individual ammo does for shotguns, uh, what they're used for, what they're good for, what they're bad for. He's looking at me like, go to hell, bro. And then it gets worse because, hell yeah, that's a great idea. I'm going to send a case of each one of the ammos. So he's going to have a pallet of shotgun shells that he's going to have to do something with. It was phenomenal. I don't know, I don't know how they're going to deliver it. I don't know either. A forklift? I mean, say, they're going to have to have a forklift. Please, please film you unloading that truck, Clover. I know, right? <laughs> yes. We all want to see that. Uh, okay. Uh, all right, Kyle, I'm going to bring you in. Once again, it's great seeing you. Um, thanks for going over to the house and hanging out with us on Saturday night. It was great hanging out, telling stories, um, oh, yeah. you know, telling lies, if you will, whatever. You know, it was just having, it was fun hanging out. Um, but as far as Anderson goes, uh, my video for Anderson drops Thursday. Uh, my first video came out yesterday. That was with EAA. I think Thursday I've got Anderson. Friday, I've got Riker USA, and Saturday, I think I've got Black Rain Ordnance, and uh, Sunday, I can't remember, they're all going to be done by Sunday. Once again, time sensitive, so uh, we're going to kind of go full auto on the videos coming out here, but you guys have the Cerakote of the Month, you've got the Dissipator, you've got the Kyger, you've got um, the 9 stuff coming out, the AM10 still going strong, and everything else you guys are doing, it's kind of an exciting time for Anderson, but I want to tell uh, give you a chance to talk about what's going on in Anderson, tell people where they can reach you and all that stuff. Yeah, so the Dissipator goes live on the website on Monday. Um, That's so amazing. Be on the lookout for that. Uh, the APOM still available till the 31st of this month, so get your orders in. This is not going to be ran ever again. AndersonManufacturing.com. Come check us out. And without getting in trouble or anything, is there any hint as to next month's design at all? People going to be maybe expecting, maybe not a design, but is it going to be similar to what's this month or is it going to go in a different direction? How about that? Um, it'll go Can't in a say. different direction and uh, just be on the lookout for a dark horse. Snob said you lied in his video. He said it was going live Tuesday. It's going live for you on Tuesday. The rest of the world is going live on Monday, Snob. That's just the way that he's blocked your IP. And for you, you're screwed. It is what it is. Uh, but no, thanks for coming on. Like I said, it was great seeing you, buddy. And, and thanks for coming to the house. Hope you had fun. And 
uh, it was just great hanging out with you again um i had always a pleasure hanging out with you as well so yeah always a good uh chase hey absolutely chase uh, besides having what I think might be the handgun of the show um, and all that, I know there are other things that are coming down the line and, and going to be released and not released, but necessarily maybe shipping soon or whatever. Uh, what else going on at, at, at EAA that you've got to, that you might be able to talk about? Well, I mean, obviously the 14T was the hit, and those will be shipping here very soon. You'll be able to start seeing those pop up probably around Mother's Day. You'll start seeing some pop up, and then they're going to start ramping up really quick after that. So for for people out there that are maybe interested in the the 14T, uh, and they want to to get one through the local gun shop, who do they need to con? Who who does their gun shop probably need to contact to uh, to get some of them? Basically, any their basically their local gun shops can can talk to any of the major distributors and get on the allocation list to grab one. What I can do is when we're done with this, I have a QR code that we had at the show. I can send you, and you can okay. hang it wherever you want, and they can literally. It's got. I can send you just the link itself. And you can actually sure. just link it, and they can fill out their info real fast. And what that does is we get that info, and we send it to, you know, their dealer can contact. We basically, their dealer can contact the distributor say, hey, I've got a customer who wants one of these. You just got some. Here they are. So you've got nice. ready-made customers built in already. Awesome. Awesome. The, um, the double stacks are about to start shipping early summer. The witness. Pretty well ready to go. So the witness 2311s are about to come. And they're going to start coming hot and heavy when they do. So that's really going to upset that market a little bit. <laughs> Which the, is uh, kind of the point, isn't it? <laughs> whole point. The PI, so the P35 PI ops optic ready. For those of you out there, the P35 is the, 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 the high power uh, that people yep. have seen all over the place. But the PI is the, the little so smaller this, version. Yeah, so this is basically the carry model, high power, that's all tricked out like the ops, but it's optics ready. It'll actually start shipping into this week. Oh, wow. Okay. So they're they're ready to go, too. So we got a lot of cool stuff happening. Absolutely. You know, um, looking forward to that. Check out the to website, eacorp.com. There's a ton of, ton of new stuff up on there now. We've got a bunch of distributor exclusives now. Yes, there's things that like all these special makeups we've done, one offs, that kind of stuff. There's a lot of options there right now. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, quick shout out to, to Anderson and EA. Thank you for you know, all that you've done for us and all of that. You guys have been awesome and, and having us welcoming us in your booth and and uh, doing and, and taking care of us in a lot of different ways. So it's it's great. Uh, Ginger, Chris, Clover, anything. Uh, I'm not going to ask Chase. Um, any anyone else have any great parting wisdoms that we want to hey, get out here? Asshat. I was going to say something nice. I bet you were. Uh, I'll let you have a few seconds, but I have them finger on the mute button. I was just going to say, like, I actually, you know, appreciate everybody coming by the booth, all the content they did, spent the time. Y'all really don't know how much, as much as he, you know, about it, how much that helped Paul's feelings. Everybody screwing with him, like he needed that. It was, it was, um, Paul, Paul, Paul made me cry this weekend. Uh, he did something for me that, 
meant a great deal to me personally. Uh, and that doesn't happen very often, but uh, no, it was wonderful to see Paul. Um, he got pissed off at me for a few seconds when I made him sit down. Uh, he did not want to sit down and, and take a load off for a few minutes, but I uh, kind of forced him to and, and all that. But uh, no, it was great to see Paul. Uh, you could tell that he was worn out. Um, yeah. But I, I love the fact that he kept showing up and, and just being Paul, you know? Yeah. Well, his walker, will, the booth on his way back. I got that notification today, so his walker will be prominently displayed in the Red Room of Pain, so I will definitely send pictures when it gets back. Don't worry. It's all it's so totally Toy Master Toy Man there. says he's got a daughter named Sky. That's freaking awesome. You know. Uh, now, Gort out there, he says uh, the 14 looks like it could be popular. If it works, it works. Uh, I got a question before we go, because I had a question on my video. Uh, but Gort earlier said that Newark, um, Ohio, is pronounced Nurk. Is that true? That is Nurk, true. Ohio? Nurk, 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 Ohio. So, Nurk, Ohio. Okay. Nurk, it's it's Nurk, Ohio. It's kind okay. of a mix of West Virginia and Pennsylvania accents when you say Nurk. What kind of weird state that really is. It, it's basically a state. It's basically a city in Ohio. If you live in Ohio, they all tell you to stay away from that city. Yeah, oh, there's. Snap. I mean, there's a couple weird cities. There's Bellefontaine and and. But do you have a bald knob? We have a bald knob, Arkansas. Do you have a bald knob, Ohio? No, but we. The coolest place I've ever been to is in in Kyle's neck of the wood because the water tower says Florence, y'all, and. As you drive right by it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've worked in Florence. Uh, real quick, Chase, I I, I want to I mention this to you because I thought it was hilarious. Uh, on the video yesterday, I had a comment. I'm assuming, I don't know, might have been serious, might have been joking. I don't know. They said because it's a tip-up barrel, it's like, will the, will the uh, casing, is it going to be ejected towards my face? And I was like, <laughs> like we've had several of those comments. I'm seriously, like, bro? Like, that's, that's I think awesome. he might be joking, but if he wasn't, greatest comment ever. Just saying. Oh, for sure. Like that's gonna, you know, we had we had several people go like, "How does it work?" You know, I'm like, "Well, it's like any other semi-auto. It's five cycles, and it it's a direct blowback. It does come out and to the right. I mean, you watch the videos of us shooting it, and it goes just as <laughs> direction. Like, well, come right back in my face. I could, like I could just see someone like having to dodge as they shoot. You know, bob and weave, bob and weave. That'd be the funniest I could, um, ever. That would be the greatest video ever. Is bobbing and weaving? That'd be fantastic. Just hold it sideways. It's all good. Gort said the double-A baseball team is called the Y'alls. That's wonderful. Go look it up. They have Y'alls. The Nurk, the Nurk Y'alls or the Florence so, Y'alls? It's the Florence Y'alls baseball okay. team. Okay. And they have hats that say Y'alls on it. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. The Y'alls. Not quite as good as the uh, the Bananas, but I'll take the Y'alls. Uh, Savannah Bananas are like the best team ever. Here's the thing about the Y'alls. They changed their name okay. from the Florence Freedom, which pissed me off. I like the Freedom, man. That was my shit. I do too, but like 
but okay. So if it was like a triple a, a or a major league team, freedom's a cool name. Double a baseball is where like the fun shit happens. So but you've got to have a true. fun name. You they're know, they're not even double a though. They're like independent. Even better. Yeah. Like even better. Like the Swamp Nats. That's a legit team name. Like, yeah. who the hell names your team the Swamp Nats? There's a team over in Virginia that does, you know, or something. It's like, it's awesome. It's If you ever want to have fun in your life, whether you're a baseball, I'm a huge baseball guy, but if you're not even a baseball person and you want to have fun, go to a single A or a double A baseball park sometime because they have the, the craziest cool stuff in between innings. It's awesome. Awesome. The Lansing go. Lug Nuts, exactly. That's a that's a double A baseball team. Uh, Absolutely. I've got I've got one better for you. The Akron okay. Rubber Ducks. The Rubber Ducks. I have yes, not I'm not yes. familiar with the Rubber Ducks. The, they changed their name from the Akron Arrows to the Akron Rubber Ducks. And their logo is a rubber ducky. So I mean, I bet they sell a ton of merch. Oh yeah, dude! I'm big into minor league ball, so those there's yeah. so many weird names out there. It is hilarious. Like the, the trash. My pandas. most favorite hat, and I I need to get another one because I have I, my favorite hat that I've ever owned in my life was back in high school. I had me a, a Durham Bulls hat, um, obviously for for obvious reasons. But I need to get me another Durham Bulls hat. But uh, like, so there is. Um, you could do the villain wow. who like veal cutlets and you could have the bat boy chasing like a calf around <laughs> there are going to be some of you that are not going to sleep well tonight I apologize for that we will see you next week Semper Fi thank you guys so much for watching and listening to the Armed Citizen Podcast if you're interested in all of our videos reviews and other podcasts we're a part of check out our website ghosttactical.us you can also find our swag shop our gear report tab and all of our promo and discount codes in our blog section we'd like to thank everyone on patreon and our youtube members for supporting all of our projects you guys keep the lights on and keep us going from day to day make sure you get out to the range be more proficient with your firearms take someone new to the range and make them an ally instead of an enemy until next time simplify <laughs>